What is up, gentlemen? Double Crew. Bogey's back. Got the full squad. Ben and Jake here as well. It's a huge week. I mean, one of those weeks you guys think about for the entire year. It's the Barbersall Championship Week. Just kidding, guys. It's also the Open Championship. Come on, not even like a chuckle. Jeez, tough crowd today on a Tuesday. This is this is a tough one. It's yeah, it's Barbersall Championship Week, guys. Big power rankings coming out of that one. Uh, it is also the Open Championship, which is the final major of the year. Summer's going way too fast. Major championship season is at its conclusion, and we're only like two or three weeks away from the start of the FedEx Cup playoffs. So getting, getting crazy close to the FedEx Cup championship. This week, we're down in Sandwich, England. Yes, you heard that right. Sandwich, like you put turkey and cheese on a sandwich with some bread. I don't know how Vinny and Jake make their sandwiches, but that's where we are this week. It's two hours southeast of London and about an hour from Dover, which is where the uh, tunnel that you drive your car into that takes you over to France. So there's your history lesson and your geographics lesson from Dougie this week. Vinny, Jake, how are we doing, boys? Are you guys ready to talk the Open? What's up? I'm great. Um, and as for the sandwich thing, I've been really back into peanut butter and jelly Ooh. in my adult life. And I got to tell you, one of the greatest combos of all time, peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, but you're a crunchy peanut butter guy. Yes, because that's the correct way. Well, that, well, that's up for debate, but because I would say no, that's terrible. I think you should get um, put in an asylum for crunchy peanut butter. What uh, what kind of jelly are you going with? Um, I'm kind of an equal opportunity employer there, but I do prefer <laughs> grape. <laughs> Conquer grape. Oh, I don't get very specific with it, uh, but yeah, Conquer grape is fine. I even do a jam. Like I don't even need jelly. Jam is fine. I will state um, it's that's the best in a transfusion as well. So, um, what yeah. jam? Conquered grape. <laughs> <laughs> but jam is a little thicker than jelly, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I'm, I like jelly. Jelly's first, but yeah, no, it's I'm a, a, I'm a. I'm a strawberry guy. Although I've been getting raspberry at the store ooh, lately. Underrated. Yeah, raspberry's kind of kind of up there. I agree. Yeah. Now. Is there like a you got to get like the Smuckers or the um, yes because there's a couple brands that I'm like Ooh, I I won't eat that one yeah you either got to go like real like um, artisanal like you know it's you, you buy it it's in like a hand blown glass jar you don't know yeah, where it 100%, came from has to be or yeah. you got to go with like the Smuckers like the 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 names you know you can't yeah. go with like uh, your your local grocery chain or like the crustables yeah like, no you don't want no, that that's not good um. Yeah, and the same thing with the peanut butter. You got to get the good peanut butter flavors or uh, brands. Agreed. Okay. Anyway, sandwich in England this week. Here we are. The population of four thousand nine hundred eighty-five. That was back in twenty eleven. They're really behind on their census data. It looks like. Um, <laughs> the course is right on the water. It's the first time it's been there in a decade, over a decade. It's in the rota though. I'm not exactly sure how the rota works. I know that like. St. Andrews gets it like every four years, no matter what. And then it's like, there's like a bunch of other ones that kind of get it every couple of years. Is that how it works, Jake? Do you have, you know? Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I, there are some, like, like you said, like St. Andrews and I think maybe Carnoustie. I don't remember. One of the other ones just dips back in more often, but um, yeah, it's, it's pretty much like that. And I think Royal St. George's is the one we see tend to see kind of the least. So kind of interesting to go back there. Yeah. 15th time it's hosted it, but actually, it's been over a decade, but I think this is the 
fourth most hosted course now at the British Open. Now it's it's been a while, and they played there yeah, a lot yeah. when in the beginning, but. Uh, right. Yeah, so they are changing it up. Last time they played here when uh, Darren Clark won over a decade ago, who beat Phil Mickelson and a very young Dustin Johnson by three shots. Uh, it was par 71. Now it's par 70, so they took a par five out. I think it was the fifth hole or sixth hole I was reading. It's uh, almost 7,200 yards. I uh, have a insider on the ground. The guy, my teaching professional here in Houston, is caddying for Johannes Veerman who has had two very good finishes the last two weeks on the European tour. So he got in there caddying. He sent me a couple of videos this morning. He said, it's uh, absolutely outrageous course. He said, it's so much fun. I think uh, back nine, there's like four or five holes straight on the water. So uh looks like a really, really fun venue. I don't know too much about this one because again, you know, it's been a while since it's been played there, but all the pictures I've seen are look like it's right up Jake's alley for golf course design. Am I wrong? <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, I think it's a, a really cool course and one that we don't see that often. And I actually was like listening to a, a podcast recently and doing some reading about how this course has gone through like just insane amount of changes, um, you know, in its existence, which is like from like the 1880s uh, to the point where what it is today is like so very different from what it was in the beginning. It used to be one of like legitimately one of the hardest golf courses on earth because of the way that it was set up for equipment back in the day and unlike st andrews which has gone through you know tweaks to try to keep it relevant um royal st george's has really gone through kind of being recreated and even that was like many many years ago but still it's it's cool to, that you're going to get to see this this course it's been you know its essence has been part of the the open championship for forever so should be cool yeah well, looking forward to it so, uh, yeah, St. Andrews has been played at 29 times, and Royal St. George now, this is the 15th playing. Uh, it was the first venue outside of Scotland to host the Open Championship, the British Open. I saw today Phil Mickelson said you can call it either one, so whatever you want to call it, the Open Championship. Uh, so first one outside of Scotland again. Uh, it's had quite a few prestigious winners. Walter Hagen won there twice. <clears throat> uh, Darren Clark, like I said, was the last winner. Uh, ben Curtis. American won there. Uh, those mm-hmm. are the last two winners, him and him and Darren Clark. Uh, first winner back in 1899, Harry Varden. Big, big, very big Harry Varden guy. He was 1899 winner and 1911. Um, <clears throat> Darren Clark, of course, uh, famous for winning there, defending, uh, beating Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods. This is where uh, he also, back in 2003, hit his first tee shot into the shit around about 5,000 spectators. Nobody could find the ball. He made a seven. And he went on to tie for fourth, two shots behind. Oh, sorry, that was behind Curtis, not behind Darren Clark. So, uh, but I did see that there's been other people. Somebody made an 11 there, I believe. Uh, there's been like two or three double, triple bogeys. So, looks like uh, quite the interesting start to it. So, everybody keep an eye out for number one there at uh, Ronald St. George. Uh, famous people have been members there. The guy who wrote James Bond, Sir Ian Fleming, was a member at Royal St. George. That was back uh, a long time ago, 1959, when he wrote the original Goldfinger. So there's some more history for you. Um, <laughs> but looking like a uh, great, great place to be. I can't wait to see everything. I've seen pictures, flyovers, and you know, I've been watching people at the range this week. It looks like an incredible venue. You know, the Open Championship, one of my favorite majors, probably my, I think we've talked about this, probably my second favorite major behind the Masters. Uh, one, because... You just really can't go wrong with any of the golf courses over there. And uh, it's just fun to watch them play golf, how it was meant to be using the 
natural elements of everything out there and just the natural contours instead of these American golf courses that we've seen to be built here in the last two or three decades. <clears throat> um, Jakey, what are you looking forward to the most this week about the Open Championship? Uh, been two years since we had this one. They collected a nice little uh, payment last year, disaster relief payment. So uh, old Shane Lowry coming in with the uh, two-year back-to-back defending title of the uh, British Open. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm I'm pumped just to have it back because I re- I just love that brand of golf. I'm, I I think that it's nice to see guys have to play different shots. I mean, so much of the, the like, you know, PGA Tour golf and championship golf that we watch throughout the year is really much more of an aerial game. And the game itself now, I think, is is very aerial. But depending on what the elements look like, um, you know, the guys have to play different shots here. They have to consider different landing spots. Um, you know, we saw a little bit of it last week at the Scottish. I know that, you know, uh, Renaissance Club isn't, you know, maybe truly – a links course in the way that Royal St. George's is, but I still think it's, it's, it's cool just to see what these guys can do because they're not asked to do it all that often and to like really break out of the mold and hit shots. That you just, you don't see that often. So I'm, I'm pumped about that. I think the other thing I'm really pumped about for this too, is I just love the European tour viewing window as a, an East coaster in the United States. I mean, I get to, you know, get up and make my breakfast and sit on the couch and get ready to just watch like endless hours of golf, which is, which is great, especially in the summer. Cause I can go out and play a couple of holes after the coverage is over rather than like, you know, having to decide, am I going to play golf today or am I going to watch golf today? So I do, I do love that aspect of it as well. I agree. And it uh, looks like the weather is going to be pretty phenomenal this week. No rain. There is going to be some 15 to 25 mile an hour winds out there. So that's, Always fun to watch the guys. That's but what we want. Looks like uh, only sun and no rain. The highest chance of rain is 10% on Saturday. So uh, that will be nice. Also in the uh, upper 60s. So a little chilly, actually. It gets in the 50s in the morning. So we'll be a little chilly for the, some of the guys over there. Uh, but, you know, Tiger's not playing, so we don't have to worry about his back blowing out. Maybe Jason Day uh, blowing his back out. We don't know. Who actually is in the group with uh, Johannes, our, our buddy who's caddying for him this week. Vinny, what are you looking forward to about the uh, Open Championship this week? Yeah, I think uh, I'm just looking forward to open-style golf, man. I I love the, the brand of golf that guys have to play out here. It always requires them to hit uh, a few shots that they don't normally play, right? A lot of guys out there practicing their low ball this week, prepping for the wind. Um, and we know, we know that's, that's pretty hard to replicate consistently, and I think it's always uh, great to see, especially this weekend. Um, two... I'm excited to see Shane Lowry go out there and defend. Um, pretty sure he's playing pretty well right now, and his two-year bender came to to an end eventually. So, um, I, again, really looking to for him to defend. I think it's it's defending at a tournament is historic in a way, and for the Open, it's even more historic. So, um, between he and and Uzi, I'm just I'm really excited, man. I agree. So coming in this week, guys, John Rahm, obviously on a on a heater, U.S. Open champion, seven to one, eight to one, depending on where you look in the books. I have a question: who is who is coming into the British Open as the second odds-on favorite this week, fellas, at the British Open? Any guesses? Wait, second odds-on favorite? Yep. So John Rahm's first; he's eight to one, and then there's somebody at thirteen to one. And I'll even say this: 
third is Brooks Kapka at sixteen to one. Is it Xander since he doesn't have a major? It is Xander Shoffley. Very good. Wow. Very well done, Vinny. <clears throat> I would have never guessed that. That's a good guess, Vince. So it's uh, Rom, Xander, Brooks, and Rory, and then uh, DJ, JT, Spieth. All right there. Spieth coming out of the ashes. Was completely dead a year ago, and now he's fifth in uh, odds-on favorite to win this week. Uh, some value in Lee Westwood, I think, at 65-1. to 1. Uh, Quite a few other guys out there. I think this is you know the one where really anybody could win it. Um, in my opinion, is Hovland think, outside of 25 to one? Uh, Hovland is 35 to one currently. I, I guess, depending on what you probably find it, maybe 40 to one. I, some good some value. I, I like that value. Uh, more 30 to one, Terrell Hatton, 25 to one, Patrick Cantley, 32 to one. Uh, and then there's some other guys that are up here. Like Justin Rose is 50 to one. He should be like a million to one. Uh, Louis Oosthuizen's <laughs> thirty-five to one, just basically coming off his last performance at a major. Uh, Phil seventy-two to one because they got to protect themselves. It's like Tiger. Tiger's like always under, you know, hundred to one, just because there's they can't take it. Your boy Shane Lowry forty to one. So, um, but yeah, guys, let's go ahead. Uh, not too much to to uh, not gonna be a long episode this week. We really want to let people enjoy golf. Will be on like Jake said about four thirty a.m. Eastern time starting Thursday morning uh, on ESPN, which is always the best because we're going to get a little SVP coverage this week. Hell yeah. Which is, he's, he's the GOAT. Uh, and then it goes on, yeah, till about 10 or 11 a.m., which is the best thing ever because you can then get an afternoon round in or like a noon round. Um, <clears throat> guys, I did have a couple questions, so I'm the big better in the group. Um, we'll talk about who we think is going to win in a minute. We'll go through power rankings. If you had to bet on someone to be the first round leader, after Thursday, who would it be? Uh, first round leader. Yeah, who's gonna come out the gate hot? They say hot because Phil did it, but who, who would you have to bet on? Who would you bet on to uh, be first round leader on Thursday? Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas. Okay. Oh, that's tough. Uh, because you know my favorite first round leader. Nah, <laughs> I think Usti probably Doug. Um, another yeah. guy who's probably got kind of a vengeance, and I also like Patrick Reed. <clears throat> oh God! I know I said that with that a frown on Patrick my face. Reed. Yeah, that's a that's a good call though, Ben. I like that. It makes sense. I I think it's gonna be Ricky Fowler. I don't. Oh I, I do You're not. This Ricky Fowler kick that I don't understand. I'm trying to find Reed. Says Reed playing. I know 37 guys have had to withdraw because Reed is in the. He's in the. Um, he's in a group. I, I saw. I can't remember who he's with, but yes, he's playing. Okay. I guess they just don't have a line for him here where I'm looking because he would definitely be above where I'm looking right now. Okay. Anyways, let's go ahead and jump through power rankings. Uh, so obviously there is no denying who's number one, John Rahm, and then it's the rest of the field. So coming in 20, it's a major championship. Alex Noren, who I took last week, missed the cut, asshole. Uh, Lucas Herbert, 19th. DJ, 18th. Moving way up the board from where he was a year ago. Harris English, 17th. Tony Fanu, 16th. Ian Poulter, 15th, who played well last week. Shane Lowry, two t- the two-year defending champ, 14th. Rory McIlroy, 13th, uh, who finished T7 at the U.S. Open. But then he's gone T59 and missed cut since playing over in Europe. Scotty Scheffler, 12th. Justin Thomas, 11th. Played well last week. Finished T8 over in Scotland. Colin Morikawa, 10th. Patrick Cantley, 9th. Patrick Reed, 8th. Victor Hovland, 7th. 
who also played well. Matthew Fitzpatrick, who lost in the playoff this weekend, sixth. Louis Ustase in fifth. Brooks Kapka fourth. Guy finishes in the top five at every major. Jordan Spieth, third. Xander Schauffele, second. And then John Rahm, first. Fellas, I'd like to get a couple thoughts, and then we'll talk about who you guys are going to pick this week. Let's go ahead with our big game hunter, Brooks Kapka. And the U.S. Open champion, John Rahm, who will finish higher this week at the oh. Open Championship? Brooks oh, or John Rahm? Man. Vinny, we'll start with you. Shit, that's... Well, how is that not a tough question? Um, I'm, to I tough. am picking Brooks. Um, he's always there when we forecasted low-scoring averages. Uh, he's a guy who can really grind out some pars and then make birdies. Um, I don't think it matters which course he's playing... For for you know for him to score like like that so again low scoring conditions um, or high scoring conditions I guess you could say um, and he versus Rom I, I still think Brooks uh, is going to come out on top of that this week. Jakey, such a tough question because I think the two of them are going to be right there. Uh, I think Rom is in the best form out of anyone in the world. And, um, I mean, not to extend this too much, but, I mean, he, in the Scottish, I felt like he was going to win that if he just made some putts. Like, he just missed a whole bunch of putts. Um, that's really tough. I'm going to say Brooks, because I think he's got a, like, real chance of winning it this weekend. <laughs> I think it sets up well for him, even though he's done the th- He just had a press conference today. I watched where he was like, yeah, this isn't my favorite course in the Rota, which is like classic Brooks speak for like, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know if I like it that much, but I will like absolutely rip it a new asshole if I have to. So I just, I, I think he's going to be firmly in the mix. Love it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be a tough one. I wanted to come out the gate with a hot, hot talk. Uh, I'm going with Rom just because I think Rom's in better form right now and definitely the best player in the world. Brooks is the absolute monster in major championships. There's no denying that, but I am going to roll with John Rom this week <clears throat> over Brooks. I think they both have a chance to win. They could be one, two. So we will see what happens. <clears throat> Next uh, pairing I had was the young Victor Hoblin who uh, had a couple of issues with his eyes at Torrey Pines, had to withdraw. And Jakey's favorite player on the planet, Jordan Spieth, who Ooh. this week will finish higher. Jake, we'll start with you. Well, uh, Hovland was going to be my dark horse, so I have to I have to roll with him on this. I think that this is um, going to be a very good chance for Victor Hovland and Nat, his first one. And I know I said dark horse, but he's just not, like I think, on the mind of many people as like a – kind of a, a heavy hitter, but I, I think this sets up really well. Um, and he's been over there for two weeks now, kind of checking it out. So I'm going Vic Hov- uh, uh, Hovland over Spieth. Yeah, definitely going to err on the side of the European. Um, <laughs> there's no other way around <laughs> it. Um, so Okay. Yeah, he did get a win the week after Torrey Pines and his little eye debacle over in Europe. Yep. I'm going to go the other route, just for sake of argument. Also, because I think Spieth's got a chance. Uh, I'm going to go with Spieth over Victor Hovland this week. Uh, third and final match before we get into everybody's picks. Rory McIlroy 
T7 at the US Open, like I said, and then you went T59 and then DFS. And Justin Thomas, who is coming in after a T19 at the US Open and T8 in Scotland. I will go first. I'm going to roll with Rory this week. I think I think they're both going to finish in the top 15, but I believe Rory will finish just a spot or two higher than Justin Thomas. Jakey, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going Rory for sure. I won't give too much more just right now, but uh, yeah, Rory for me. Okay. Vinny? Uh, I'm going to take JT in this argument. Um, a guy that we've always say he's, he's creative in a different way. Um, if he needs to switch to flighting golf balls, I think he can, he can do that really, really quickly. And, uh, has a, has a chance. I, I don't think this course is, it's not the shortest on the road. Like by any means, um, it's pretty, I think it's one of the longer ones now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're starting to extend all of them, but uh, yeah, yardage, it's about yeah. 7,200, I think I saw. So yeah, definitely one of the longer uh, courses out there on, on the British side. Yeah, uh, I'm going to roll with JT just based on some versatility in what he's doing right now. Okay, I like it. All right, guys, well, let's go ahead and jump into picks. Uh, we haven't been keeping too much, too as well track as we did last year. Uh, so we'll go ahead and just hand it off to Vinny since he is the defending champion of the league last year, world champion, or if you'd like to champion golfer of the year for, cause you know, that's where we are this year <laughs> is Vinny. So Vinny, who are you taking this week at the open championship? I am taking the big game hunter, Brooks Kepka. Okay. Any particular reason or just because that's all he does is finish in the top five of majors. Yep. That. And I do believe that, it's going to be a, a tough scoring week and, and another guy who's just going to grind pars and make birdies when he has to. Uh, always there when the scoring average is not that high. Okay. That's a good point. Jakey, I will go, hand it over to you. Yes, sir. All right. I said this in a, a thread we were talking this week, and you, you actually threw it out to us in, in the, in the uh, text, said who, who's going to win the Open, and I couldn't come up with a name, and I kept kind of waffling, and then it just really hit me. And I think Rory's going to win. I think we saw, like, pieces of of him coming back, you know, in his win um, in, uh, what was it, North Carolina. And then we've sort of seen him, like, he had a chance at Torrey. And we talked about how, again, those, like, putting woes kind of came up. And when Vince and I did the recap pod, like, it was kind of a – a bummer because he was making this run uh, in the middle of Sunday where I thought if he gets nuclear, he'll just run away with it. He'll, he'll catch them and blow right pot uh, rope uh, right by the leaders. Um, and I know he's had a miscut, but I, I just don't think it matters. Like I, I think that Rory's go- getting over these sort of things that he struggles with in majors. And if he survives the first six holes, I think we're good to go. So Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy. Okay. I like it. I mean, he's definitely, Got the chance. He's won a British before, uh, back I believe, like in 2014. I think it was a Royal mm-hmm. Liverpool. Yep. Uh, so he's got got a title coming in here. Been quite a while since he won a major championship. So, and you know, one of those guys that came out, everybody's like, oh, he's gonna win ten right away. So, would be nice to see Rory get back on track. Um, and uh, always a fan favorite, obviously, over in that part of the world, even more. So, would be great. Okay, uh, Dougie. 
I kind of went back and forth. Some of this is also based off of uh, who I had left in the pool because I'm kind of in the mix. I'm like an eighth or ninth right now. Um, I am going to ride with a guy looking for his first major championship, one that we talked about a little bit on the pod. I'm going to go with Xander Schauffele to win the Open Championship this year at Royal St. George. Um, I really don't have any reasons. I think if I had Rom left in the pool, I would have gone with him again. But I think Xander's been playing uh, you know, fairly well. He's played well over in uh, the British Open. He had to co-lead after 54 holds at Carnoustie in 2018. Um, he's won pretty much everywhere, has the game to do it. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with... Uh, Xander Shoffley, you know, there's a couple guys that uh, I don't weren't even mentioned in the top 20, uh, like Bryson DeChambeau, um, Hideki, who's the Masters champion, he had to withdraw. So, you know, I think it's uh, I think it's open to anybody this week. I think Rom is probably the front runner and Brooks, but then there's a lot of guys that are right there that are playing well. And uh, yeah, I'm rolling with Xander Shoffley this week to win the British Open. Guys, what do we think the winning score will be this week? Um, I did not go back and look at what it was back in 2013, but um, it did, again, the scoring average in, uh, or sorry, in 2011 was 73. Um, and it's ranked as the hardest course in relation to par uh, for all of the British Open courses. Um, now they're going from 71, par 71 to 70 this year. With the uh, it's the fourth hole was a was a par five back in two thousand eleven and three is now a uh, par four. So guys, what do we think the winning score will be this week at the British Open? Vinny, we'll start with you. I think uh, score to par will probably be six under. Wow, think he's going to play that tough, huh? I do. I hope it does. I mean, I think we've all said majors should play that tough. Yeah, I think that the thing that's weird about the um, about the Open Championship is like it can vary so much because the golf courses themselves only get really tough if it gets firm or windy or fast or we get weather like rain or whatever. Um, I'm gonna say nine under. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, there's no rain this year, which always actually, I think adds to the British open, but looks like it's going to be really windy. It is right on the water. I know the front nine kind of zigzags to the water and then the back nine works its way back, but with the four or five holes on the water first. So, um, I am gonna go, I'll go eight under par will be the winning score this week. I think, uh, yeah, I think it could be a good one. Do we think, guys, will there be a round under 60? Uh, it's par 70, so under 66? What do we think about that? I'm going to say no. Ooh, I'm going to say no as well. I'd agree. Okay, so no round under 66. Highest score in relation to par of the week. What do we think, um, I guess, or single rounds, do we think the uh, highest number will be posted this week? Vinny? 82. <laughs> this is... Oh, dude, you took my number. Damn 12 it. over. Um, <laughs> brothers, great minds think alike. Yeah, dude, I was like, someone will shoot 82, like 100%. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'll go. I'll say someone goes one worse, 83. 
Okay. I'm going to say, so that's 13 over par. All right. F it. 86. Oh, Someone's just going to get a completely obliterated out there. Was this like an amateur who got into the Couple field? balls in the water. You know, there's no number I hate more than 86. Like, it, it's it's like one of those things where for me, like, okay, let's say I this has nothing to do with the Open, so whatever. But if I if I uh, shoot in the 70s, obviously I'm very happy. If I'm in, like, the low 80s, I'm like, oh, you know, I, I definitely left a couple out there. And then 86 is the number for me where I'm like, you're you're so fucked. Like, don't ever pick up a golf club again. It's that number. So there you go. My number is like um, 81. Yeah, you're a lot better than me though. But that yeah, but no, I still it's it's the same thing. It's just like wow, you couldn't have shot one more to get to 80 because then you're almost at 79. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, you're two worse than that. Yeah, one. I hear you. Oh, man. All right. So we think uh, 82, 83, 86 highest scores this week. Um, will there be a hole-in-one this week at the Open Championship? I'm going to say yes. Ooh. Um, I don't think I'll so. Go, I'll go no. Yeah, I'm going to say no as well. Okay. Not no with all the wind you're talking about. All right. I mean, you got to dare to dream, guys. Come on. Uh, I think there was like two or three last week at the John Deere. Now that hole in one was, or that hole was like 126 yards. But uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to uh, see one. We'll see. Um, let's see. What else did I have written down here? Uh, will we see a guy outside of the top 50 in the world in the final three groups on Sunday? Outside the top 50? Yes, sir. Hundred percent. Definitely 100%. think so. So it was funny. I I was I popped this open. I was gonna say, do you know who the two worst official OWGR players are in the field? No. The guys we would know, or yeah, hundred percent. Go ahead. I think is Cole Hammer one of them. Uh, I'm gonna exclude the amateurs, but I actually think they have higher rankings than these people at 160 and out. Is it well, I know four, Johannes is, is like one 180. So it looks like uh, Ernie Els is actually. Yeah, that's what it is. It's past champions or like older dudes. It's so Ernie yeah, Els like followed by Darren Clark right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Past champs. Yeah. Past champs. Yeah. What are they ranked right now? Uh, that's a good question. They're outside 160. Or they're in the top 160. No, they're not. They're in oh, like they're outside. Because Johannes is like yeah. 189 or something like that. 177, something like that. Yeah, they got to be yeah 500 or higher. Jeez. For sure. Well, yeah, that's what happens when you get old. <laughs> but hey, they're dominating. Well, Ernie's dominating on the uh, senior event. Actually, did you guys watch any of the uh, senior tour last week, U.S. Open champ, where uh, Freerk won? I did not. Er, real quick, Ernie L's current world ranking. You want to take a shot in the dark? Two ninety three. What was the last uh, event that he played? Oh my God, uh, I can't even. Well. It's the last one was the Saudi International powered by SoftBank Investment Advisors. Six seventy three. Oh, jeez. Twelve forty seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they just put him on the end of this list because who's above and below him? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't look it up that way. Where, what's Darren Clark at? All right, hang on, hang on, hang on. This is great radio as I search on the internet right now. I'm doing. Hey, that's what they do all the time. I'm doing. Darren Clark is nineteen oh one. 
Because Ch- Champs Tour events don't get you OWGR points. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, shouldn't. Yeah. So that's why. So think about it. They haven't been getting points. They've just been falling down the rankings. Not that they would really get points anyway, but there you go. Minwoo Lee, he got 56 points this week. He moved. Dude, my uh, guy Minwoo could be sneaky. 240 to 61. Yeah, he's he's got to come to America. We got to see a, more uh, Minwoo on PGA. Well, he's doing the you know same thing Brooks did, so maybe he'll come out and be the next big game hunter. Who knows? <laughs> Minwoo, he's got to put His some LBs on, but so good, dude. Yeah, he does. I mean, his his sister is a fucking stick too. Yep. What a family. Yep. Like them and the Cordes, the royal family of golf. Um. Our boy Garrett Higo playing this week. Adam Scotty on the field. Corey Connors. Is Matthew Wolf playing? Uh, no. He WD'd. Jeez. Is it COVID? Well, a lot or? of guys WD'd that didn't want to deal with. I know like, 27 guys. Yeah. yeah. How about our boy uh, Willie Z in his first appearance? What do we think? <clears throat> Oof. Wow. Uh, Miscut. Miss no, he'll be fine. He's a ball striker. Flatter greens generally at the opens. Yeah, and like, older. Yep. listen, if a guy can is like as <clears throat> as pure as he is with irons playing in the wind, uh, I I trust him a lot more than guys that that maybe don't have the kind of uh, skill that he has. So, um, question, though, what do we think about the them letting like all these fans in and then being so stringent yeah. on the uh, players and their travel band and like won't even let their families stay with them? Kind of outrageous. Not really sure exactly what I was doing some reading earlier in this week about it, and it seems like it's like a there's stuff between the government, and then it doesn't apply to certain things, but it does apply to other things because their countries are still technically on like lockdown from having right. people from outside the country. That's really where this all stems from, right? Like, yes, they can have all these um, people at the open because they are like from there and those those different rules for people that are coming in and out of the country so Mm. i think that's what is getting overlooked but it's nonetheless it's really not a great situation and obviously it's caused a ton of guys to wd um and it's put them in a situation where they've had to call on a lot of alternates for a major which you never really you never really want to see that but Right. Again, I mean, I, I would think after this year, we're hopefully finally back to normal with everything. So, who knows? Who knows? Um. Okay. Well, yeah. Hopefully that gets figured. Hopefully it doesn't become an issue. Like there's, you know, a couple guys in the middle of the round, like Rom with the at the memorial or wherever yeah. he was, where he had to uh, withdraw. We don't want. We don't want that. Um. Okay, fellas. Well, uh, it is major championship number four of the year. Well, five if you consider the players' championship. So Shut I hope you guys, <laughs> <laughs> hope you guys are ready uh, for this. I actually just found out my my sister's getting married in Germany in September, so I'm gonna go for a week and I'm gonna try to play a couple of these places uh, before awesome. I go over to Germany. We'll see if we can make that work. So quite a while out, but you gotta start planning. Uh, guys, any plans for golf this weekend? Vinny blew his hammy out. Uh, oh boy. running last week, so he's he's on the IR. Jakey, are you uh playing, gearing up for your uh, round two match next week? Yeah, yeah, trying to. Um, I got a pretty decent streak of golf going, been playing pretty good, and then the last last two rounds just made like a big number in the middle of the round that kind of killed me. So, yeah. um, you know, just trying to clean some things up and get ready for uh, what what should be a pretty tough match next week. So, uh, yeah, that's about it. Nice. Yeah, I uh, I have the. Texas Mid-Am match play next week at Trinity Forest. It's on Ooh. Thursday. I have, I'm going to be honest, I have not played enough golf to 
to be ready for that. But uh, I'm going to try to play this weekend and uh, prep going up Wednesday next week with Jeff from our Ryder Cup team to uh, practice round in because he's playing in it as well. Nice. So we will uh, see how that goes. Yeah, looking forward to playing that golf course at least because it looks um, looks really nice. So that's all I've got. Everybody enjoy my favorite golf event of the year because you can watch it the second you wake up whatever time that is and uh, enjoy some breakfast. Maybe, uh, you know, do some like uh, English breakfast this week, you know, some Ooh. like bangers and mash or what some do they beans. do? It's just like, like a bacon sandwich. It's literally just bacon and toast. Yeah. Yep. You could do that. Some, some blood pudding or whatever they yeah. call it. Black yeah. pudding. Yeah. Nice. I'm supposed to see JR on Saturday. So I can't wait to give him grief for uh, how England just, choked. Send yeah, him say, tell, us, tell him uh, the Azuri says hello. <laughs> 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 will do alright guys well thank you so much for listening in to this episode we hope you guys have a great weekend please follow us on Instagram at the gentleman's double all one word please follow us on Apple Podcasts Spotify wherever you can leave comments rate us and everybody have a great week Benny take us home alright guys we appreciate it as always and uh, of course some early morning viewing of the the open here in the states so uh you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna get up i'm gonna pour myself a double espresso and we're gonna watch some damn golf uh i'm on the ir so ice double espresso (laughs) and the open championship what's better than that so we'll be catching you after the open thanks again